Happy New Year's Eve! That's the, the day that is today. Today is New Year's Eve of 2020, and you're listening to a special bonus episode of No Highway Option, the second bonus episode in a week. Are you tired of us yet? <laughs> Don't uh, be. This is... I think this is... a full... Yeah, that counts as a week. Yeah, it's in seven days. Yeah. This is I... the seventh. <laughs> yeah, don't... The day God rested. Welcome to numbers. Oh, are we talking numbers? Can we talk about I'm that, interested in why... <laughs> that that, uh, that, that uh, crime show that I watched in my uh, pre-calc class? Uh, was that the... Did that have a kid in it? No, it was David Krumholtz. It was Bernard. Oh. I, don't I remember, remember my... that being a thing. I remember watching it a few times in school and just being like, ah, oh, we're watching Num Three Years. Because that was how the title was. Yeah, I remember that part of it. Pre calc was a weird time. Um, we just kind of like. Our teacher was like, he was a nice dude, but he didn't teach any of us anything. So it was this whole thing where like the whole class was just like, was just cheating the whole time. Uh-huh. Um, and it was like. It was like a problem that nobody talked about until the end of the year, and then it became a thing that we had to have a sit down talking to with, like the principal talking to the whole class. I kind of just was like, ah, this is pre-calc, seems pretty easy, and then I got to calculus and I was like, oh wow, am I getting a D in this class? <laughs> like that was that was a shift. We can insert a uh, past guest Matt Sternberg's calculus bit in here. If he wants to call us and leave us that message. Right. Uh, I, the only ones that I know we're guaranteed to get are from, uh, podcast you've heard, uh, already leave messages. So they're eager to do that. Uh, <laughs> um, I had but, guessed that they would. Yeah, no, they're doing it tonight. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm one of your, uh, usually we're a podcast that answers the one question that applies to every movie ever made. Is it better or worse than Vin Diesel's 2005 seminal Mista? See, me not main steady bings. You know, I did this earlier today. Like, when I was doing my test, I ran through this, and I said seminal Mies. <laughs> and I was like, that's not what it is. Seminal masterpiece, The Pacifier. I'm one of your hosts, Connor J. Burke. I think that's our, our, new, our new thing. It's not, no. Mies is... Me- <laughs> I mean, I can put that into a future episode where Mies... Mm, never mind. <laughs> Gives away too much. Mista, uh, Mista. Okay. Yeah. The Mista, Mista lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I'm caught you, up. <laughs> you, some, you'll have figured out what the episode after the next one is. Yeah. Um, I'm your other host, Luke. Uh, from such yeah, we, things as... 
being Luke at other times on this podcast. You may remember me from such podcast episodes as the entire back catalog of this. Right. As episodes 1 through 34 and, and bonuses. other bonuses. And, and you may also remember Luke as the person who came up with the idea for this New Year's episode to just talk about how 2020's been maybe run 2020 through the criteria to see if it's better or worse than the pacifier and just look back i know i want to mention my 10 favorite movies of the year uh i locked it in at this point i guess i'm not gonna watch any new movies in the next two days so uh in the next two days i might see soul or wonder woman 84 um but those even if i saw both of them that would bring my total for the year up to like seven 36 yeah i still think that's wild there a lot of stuff came out this year and i wasn't seeing friends like i saw friends in person twice right since the pandemic and so to escape and be less sad i was like what is movie Um, i literally had to move in with friends to see them yeah i know lucky you (laughs) (laughs) um i yeah only two of the things on my top 10 are from the before times when i saw them in theaters i only know one of those we'll get to that later right uh but yeah no there's 36 of them and some of the answers might surprise you uh, of the two you just named, one of them is on there. The other one of your top is... Ten. Yeah, one of them's in the top ten. The other one is number 22. Yeah, I, I figured that only one of them would be... Um, I didn't I didn't know if the other one would be that low. I knew that it wouldn't be a top ten. I mean, it's... 22 in the like the way the list was this year because i liked a lot of stuff this year really like is i didn't really dislike anything until like number 30 like 29 and up is like yeah i had a good enough time so is number 30 tenant or no number 30 is prom ah hated ah. prom tenet's tenet's 26 tenet was fine wasn't huge on it but i did like some of the uh, i think the problem with tenet is stuff moving backwards is just funny yeah and it's trying to be like this is a big serious action scene but you see a guy going whoa from a falling down position into standing up perfectly straight (laughs) and like it's just funny yeah it's it's a similar way i felt about uh slow motion giant king kong puppet in the musical um ah right <laughs> he it was impressive though yeah he was he it was simultaneously uh the peak of what we could do with that technology at the time while also very much being the peak of what we could do with that technology mm-hmm. i think it'll be interesting to see where that goes also, what happened to the 2020 Tonys definitely happening in 2020? I, I'm i glad that they didn't. I mean, the nominees are out. Yeah. And they said it's going to happen in 2020. And then NBC was like, hey, let's have a Tina Fey hosted We Like Broadway special. 
It's like, it is this did the Tonys? get a lot of pushback. For what? The idea of having the Tonys. Well, all of the people uh, who would be. Yeah, no. Well, that is that is bad. Uh, support local theater and theater workers who aren't just the actors. Of course, you should do that. Um, but like. How long do we have to wait to see Aaron Tveit win <laughs> the support the actor? I did laugh uh, when I saw I, that. I laughed so hard. I, I kept, I kept sharing the same Simpsons gif of the two sweetest words in the English language: default, default. <laughs> uh, I know you're going to be really psyched to hear this, Connor. Uh, I don't like anything that I've heard from Moulin Rouge the stage musical okay um <laughs> you're containing your excitement not really like it's uh, to each their own oh you liked it but no i hate oh, okay. it okay all right that's what i thought but like i <laughs> i've gotten so tired of fighting the i don't like moulin rouge in general fight that if someone's like oh i love it or oh i hate it it's kind of just become like null and void to me just like okay i guess i guess i don't hate the music but i don't i definitely don't like it like it doesn't take up enough space for me to hate it the thing is is it feels a lot like i i've only heard the soundtrack Mm. obviously Uh, as have i yeah but the music really feels like they missed what was good in moulin rouge this is where you disagree obviously because you don't think it is was anything (laughs) right but like the concept of them getting to the different songs is not what made them good it was the particular mashups of songs the way that they put them together that's why people liked the music it wasn't ah well what if we took those songs and then we added two extra minutes of modern pop music like it it doesn't but what is the stuff in moulin rouge but mushed together modern pop music Sure, but what I'm but saying modern is pop like, music for the time, right? But I, I think I understand, on paper it doesn't work. I understand what you're saying, like updating it instead of replacing songs entirely, just being like sticking on another piece of play-doh to your already large grotesque lump. <laughs> I should add that I don't think it's a large grotesque lump. I like oh. Moulin Rouge a lot. Speaking of things, people get weirdly mad at me for, and it came up on a recent episode. I finally watched a Sandra Bullock movie that I enjoyed. What was it? Ocean's 8. Ocean's 8 was pretty good. Uh, I mean, most of it was every time they would, like, say something about Anne Hathaway's character and they'd be like, oh, yeah, look at her. She's attractive. I'd just be, like, in my couch being like, yes, she is. I like her. Yes, she is. More of her. But, like, I enjoyed it. Ocean's 8's kind of fun. I miss the Steven Soderbergh style that the 11 through 13 had, but it was a good time. I think we're getting some kind of mashup something at some point, whether that's 14 or 21. Well, you can't. George Clooney's dead in 8. George Clooney's dead in 8? Yeah. She visits his grave a lot. Mm. Like, she keeps coming out, like, it opens up and they're like, ah, how's your brother? And she's like, well, he's dead, I think. Yeah. I, I you you have room to it bring him back. Yeah, he is I don't know. the ocean. 
I don't, I don't know if he would want to do that. He's busy making a space movie, I think. I think it just came out on Netflix and no one gave a shit about it. I don't even know what you're talking What's about. What's that George Clooney in the space, The Midnight Sky? Oh. He directed it. Uh... It just came out on Netflix and I don't think anybody watched it isn't that a song probably i remember seeing a post about that and thinking like oh that sounds familiar that's a song yeah i mean if we're talking about uh unrelated movies do you want me to just bang out the 10 right now yeah let's hear your 10 all right uh honorable mentions first the so like 15 to 11 basically one and only Ivan on Disney Plus, the gorilla that can paint movie. It's a pretty good gorilla that can paint movie. Does the gorilla talk? Yeah, but it's he doesn't talk to the people. He talks to the other animals, and the other animals talk to him. I think Philippa Sue is in it as a parrot. Amazing. Uh, you got Mank. Uh, it's, uh, it's about making the Citizen Kane. There's a How the Guy Wrote Citizen Kane movie, and also a how hollywood affected 1940s politics movie and the politics movie is a lot more interesting than the citizen kane one Hmm. uh the willoughby's cartoon on netflix fun american pickle (laughs) i liked the seth rogan and seth rogan uh seth rogan is seth rogan's great grandpa because he fell into a pickle jar movie it's worth checking out on hbo max also worth very uh lobster yeah it's it it was not at all (laughs) it wasn't as dark as the lobster uh the witches also on hbo max not a good movie but i loved it because it was weird anyway i have only heard uh i think you talking about that movie so my opinion of it is like oh it's probably it's probably good because i've only heard connor say nice things about it it's goofy and stupid but i was laughing the whole time i don't know if i was supposed to be but i was like it ended and i was like i enjoyed myself and also it's anne hathaway so she is my favorite uh anyway top 10 uh ma rainey's black bottoms my number 10 because it's chadwick boseman and viola davis and chadwick boseman's just owning everything I've heard Viola Davis is fantastic in that. She's also really good. But, like, Chadwick Davis just... Or Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. I, I put them together. Um, Chadwick Boseman just... Oh, he's incredible in it. He has a bunch of really great monologues. It's definitely an August Wilson play. Like, if you've read one of... If you've read at least one of them, then, like, you know the tone going into it, you know? Yeah. Uh... Nine is Onward, one of the ones that I saw in theaters. I love the world of Onward. I want to play a Zelda game in the world of Onward. I really like Onward. I, I thought Onward was great. Um, it the weirdest thing. Like, my eyes were really sweaty at the end of it. Um, it was incredibly sad. I don't know about that. I would have cried at the end of it, but I was distracted because on the way there, a man took a picture of me on the subway and sent it to his friend. I don't know who the man was, <laughs> and I was nervous that I was going to get assassinated. Just, know, that's, that's, that's <laughs> just what happened. It's just what happened. I don't know, and I don't know if I ever will. Uh, number eight, we got Borat's subsequent movie film. 
Borat Good. I haven't caught that one yet either. Oh, there's a... The big final twist made me scream loud. That's all I have to say. That's something. Yeah, it's great. (laughs) Um, I'll report back. People are saying that his daughter should be nominated for Best Supporting Actress. And I agree. Hmm. She's fantastic. Uh, Number seven is The Sound of Metal. Uh, Riz Ahmed is a heavy metal drummer who goes deaf. And it's him dealing with becoming deaf when music is such a big part of his life and just how he is as a person and it's a fascinating and very sad drama Hmm. really liked it that's on prime uh i'm gonna have to keep a running list and I'll, i'll update as i watch uh number six we got never rarely sometimes always uh it's on hbo max it's a teenage girl gets pregnant and travels from Bumblefuck Nowhere, Pennsylvania to New York City with her best friend in order to get an abortion. It's ah. very quiet and haunting, but I was blown away by it. Cool. Number, fi- number five is the other thing I saw in theaters, Birds of Prey. I love I this one Birds of there. Prey so much. It's, I think it's my favorite modern DC movie. Shazam's close, but I think Birds of Prey is my number one. Uh, modern meaning does does Dark Knight count, or are you post Dark Knight? Snyderverse. Snyder. Oh. Does it have to be the Snyderverse? That's modern DC until recently, when DC's like, "Yeah, we're gonna have two Batman series running at the same time, and also we're gonna do like six movies a year, and yeah. also like, yeah, we'll do the Earth One and Earth Two multiverse stuff." Because, you know, Marvel announced they're going to have multiverse in one of their titles, so we're going to do that. Well, I think it's too much. I mean, you can't all the way say that they took the multiverse from Marvel. No, no, I'm not not saying they took it, but I'm saying Marvel's... It's a lot for them to handle. Yeah, it seems like Marvel's trying to introduce the multiverse to be like, this is how we'll replace characters, this is how we'll bring in the Fox people... This right. is like a way to make the movies that are in our one core storyline weird and interesting. And DC's like multiverse means three different storylines. I think so it's you're, a ripcord. So you're gonna get a Batman sequel that's not a sequel to this Batman, but it's a sequel to this Batman, and that Batman sequel comes after this Batman sequel, but it's a different Batman. Yeah, man. It's a it's a way for them to fucking pull the ripcord and hope that something sticks on the way down yeah man i i don't know but birds of prey rules i just am hoping that at some point they can figure out like they can communicate with their tv team and be like hey you guys have been doing things that at at least most of the time work Mm -hmm. um help I mean, they have already communicated. There was that one Flash episode where Ezra Miller showed up for no reason. Don't don't pretend like you watched Crisis on Infinite Earths to tease I me, Connor. Didn't I just saw that clip on YouTube and went, "Huh, I haven't watched this thing. show in years." <laughs> um, number four doesn't come out in theaters until February, but Lincoln Center had a virtual screening and I jumped on it. It's called Minari. It's about a 
Korean family who moved to America and they're living in Arkansas trying to be farmers. And my parents actually sat down and watched it with me and they adored it. They loved it. And I was also a really big fan. There's a grandma in it who's very funny, sassy grandma until it gets very sad. You're listing a lot of movies that now that I'm hearing them, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember hearing about that. And I they, should have watched some of these. They're good. The whole year. And now for a total tonal shift, Freaky. Freaky is my number three. What's Vince freaky? Vaughn is a teenage oh. girl. I think Vince Vaughn deserves at least the Golden Globe nominee for best actor in a comedy. Because he's really good. He has some depth as a teenage girl. Catherine Newton's also very good as a serial killer. It's... It's Freaky Friday the 13th, body swap slasher movie. I, like, this is me getting better with horror, even though it's a horror comedy. Some of the kills in this are gory, and I loved it. You had me at Vince Vaughn. He's so good in it. Uh, Number two had been my number one for a while, uh, Palm Springs. It's on Hulu. It's uh, Andy Samberg, Kristen Malati, Time Loop Rom-Com. Uh, basically what happens when one guy has a groundhog day and he accidentally pulls a girl into his groundhog day. It's, it's great. It rules. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. J.K. Simmons is in it. And J.K. He, Simmons is good in it. Yeah. J, when is J.K. Simmons bad? Never. I was going to say, like, you can't even say he's bad as the peanut M&M because he's funny as the peanut M&M. <laughs> also, J.K. Yes. Simmons is the peanut M&M in case you didn't know. And number one, it was my most anticipated movie of the year, so it feels like it's cheating to put it at number one. I have to rewatch it a couple of times to really take it in, but it's Soul. I figured. Yeah, of course it is. I'm a predictable There's a Pixar release. It's going to be Connor's movie of the year. Hey, hey, what's Onward? Also a Pixar movie. Yeah, but that's number nine. Also, Pixar movies don't tend to be my favorite movie of the year a lot. This one was just really good. They're usually in my top ten, but like... I mean, it it looks good. I'm just giving you shit. Yeah, I know. Last year, how low did Toy Story... Toy Story 4 was my number seven last year. Like... A lot of movies came out last year. Toy Story 4 was your number seven? Yeah. I'm not going through my 2019 list. I'm just gonna say knives out. Was, to. <laughs> I'm just gonna say knives out was number one. Yeah. But yeah, that's my top ten list of the year. I like doing that type of thing a lot. So sorry if that was boring for some of you, most of you. I don't know. I'm interested when other people do it. Hey, I hope at least someone was interested in like, oh, okay. I was interested. If you're bored, there's there's 38 other episodes. To hold your attention. This is our this is our bonus content where we get a little looser. Yep, where I drink a maple bourbon barrel aged premium small batch hard cider. I uh, I ate a pop tart earlier. That's, that's my contribution. What kind of pop tart? It was strawberry. Ah, classic. Yes, sir. Uh, but yeah, so how overall was your twenty twenty? Would you say? Uh, I feel like I, I know the stock answer is like oh bad, but I mean 
not all bad, you know? Definitely, definitely the bullet points. Definitely the big bad stuff happened. But also, this, what we're doing right now happened. This was a huge part of the year. Yeah, started this... In, started April. recording in April. Mm-hmm. I was still in my last apartment when we were doing that. I have, I've moved twice now. I've oh, yeah, right. taken on new jobs. And, like, this, this sun's going to come out. We're going to hit the world will open back up. Yeah. Right? I It'd be nice, hopefully. I mean, there's hopefully something. Hopefully. I don't know. If Mitch McConnell has anything to say about it, it won't. But um, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, um, how was yeah. your 2020, Connor? I'd say mediocre, cause I mean, I didn't like. I kind of I had a job, I lost it. I got a job at a liquor store, and then my old job hired me back. So I'm kind of where I was at the beginning of this year, except worse off. So like, not great. I will say. But, but a new year's coming. Still trying. Yeah. The new year's coming. I'm sad I will not be spending it in person with friends, but hopefully we can all get together and have party fun times when it is safer. At least the for fourth of July. Oh man, I was gonna say March. Oh, alright. I was hoping at least some people had had gotten their shots in March and then we'd be able to like have a mask party in March. <laughs> Uh, that's i i can't wait till it's not mask time anymore i'm okay with masks like i've gotten used to them enough uh former guest and probably future guest uh brandon from the blue bloods was my secret santa this year and he actually got me a mask with beaker from the muppets on it that said don't panic i've worn it out a few times and people have laughed looking at it so like thank you brandon that is a good one but yeah i like i've it's it's not fun but it's kind of just become like a thing like okay it's like when first got glasses and i'm like at first it was like oh do i have to wear these like they feel weird it's whatever and now it's just like oh yeah well if i'm doing this then i need to have glasses you know yeah i i mean i am game with it while we're you know while it's part of the thing i'm not in any way shape or form saying like don't wear it Um, yeah um and i think it'll i'll be okay with it if it sticks around as like a when you're sick sometimes you toss one on but uh, Mm. i i feel like a lot is lost in translation in the bottom half of the face Um, yeah i'm missing the societal social cues and stuff you gotta work on eye stuff yeah that was when I worked at the liquor store. That was the messiest part was having to figure out someone's age if they had their mask on, like if you had to card them or not. Right. Because it was it was always just like I, like I did it once to a woman and <laughs> you she got old and, eyes. I, that's someone was like, oh, what you didn't card me? I'm just like, I don't know. Up here, kind of looks like above twenty one. Like I don't know. Then I did it to one woman and she was forty. And I was like, oh, sorry. It's the worst part of uh, jobs where you have to take the card. I work 
at a gas station for a while um mm-hmm. and up in mass i don't know if i don't know how recent it is but the rule in a lot of towns it might be the whole state now it's it's 21 for cigarettes and you have to card everybody no matter what uh, okay some of that is store policy is some of it is town by town you're supposed to right people lose their fucking minds about it well yeah if anybody most people who are above age uh who you ask to see their id a lot of them do get insulted which i don't understand because like you'll have nothing to hide yeah like there was one girl who came in bought a whole bunch of stuff and i was like oh can i see your id she's like i'm 26 i was like cool can well, I see that your... does nothing for you that does nothing for me can i see your id she's like i come in here all the time and i was like okay so you should have your id you should know how this works and she just <laughs> pulled down her mask and pointed at her mouth and i was like that's a mouth that's not id <laughs> what is what the... i think like her being like look at the bottom half of my face was supposed to prove her age but Did i was she have like a beard no <laughs> i i just kind of looked at her i was like what do you want me to do what is this supposed to accomplish ma'am uh that's yeah she left and never came back and i was like so she was underage <laughs> <laughs> and my I coworker, if the mouth thing has worked before it might have worked somewhere my coworkers kind of just looked at me they're like yeah you were right to do that. I'm like, I know. I understand, like, how... I understand the rules. This transaction works. I also had a woman uh, give us a... This is, I thought this was America at one point. <laughs> um, she was trying to buy seltzers that we had a small supply of, so you were allowed one case per person. So she came up with two cases of one flavor and one of the other. And we were like... Pretty tricky. We were like, that's three cases. You're allowed one per person. She said, okay, I'll put this back and I'll take one lime and one pineapple. And this was a different co-worker and he was like, that's two cases. You are allowed one per person. <laughs> so she started screaming about how, like, she spends thousands of dollars here every month. Which we were like, that's a problem if you're spending thousands of dollars at a liquor store in a month. Um, And how she was having a big family celebration for someone's birthday, but then the birthday turned into a funeral at some point while she rambled. And uh, my one coworker just tired of this because this was at like 1030 at night was like, you know, you could have just like walked out, came back brought another case but gone to a different cash register and we wouldn't be having this problem right or and, you could go to a different store but after he said that i turned around and went but not anymore because i know what you look like <laughs> and she was like so you wanted me to lie and he was like i didn't want you to but like you could have she was like you expect me to lie i thought this was america and i was like uh, what the place where we never lie yeah uh, she eventually sent her daughters in or something to get it. I didn't care, but it was Customer a service is a, a wild thing, especially during the age of COVID. Yeah, man. Every time someone even so much as like sniffed, they'd be like, "Uh oh, got the Rona. Oh, uh-huh. you gotta go." 
And I'm like, I don't, this isn't, this is not a thing to joke about. I don't know. How do you live with it this long and not joke about it at all? I mean, if you want to make a actual joke about it, then like you can make a joke about it, but just going, uh oh, he's got it. Uh oh, people are going to die if they don't wear their masks right. It's like, all right, man, look, just get your six pack of Michelob Ultra and get out of here. Sounds like you should sneeze on less people at the liquor store, Connor. I didn't sneeze. I had my mask all the way up at all times. I'm sure a few of my co one of my coworkers thought I was 16 until I pulled my mask down for a second and was like am I I'm 16 he's like oh how old are you I'm like I'm 25 <laughs> He saw your mouth and went ah all right 26. Yeah I mean yeah no he actually <laughs> did that when I pulled it down he's like oh no you're older I'm like yeah But look at, that look at this 26 year old mouth <laughs> 25 yeah, yeah. Not 26. Yeah, yeah, but uh, your mouth is, is 26. No. <laughs> I think you had to look around for a second. Because I was doing slight math. <laughs> I was doing it slight math. It should all be the of, same. All of is, the... If my mouth popped out in 1995, then... <laughs> yeah, no, this is all the same parts i like to think Ori- you have it written on a post-it note on your original wall. model like yeah you were born <laughs> Mouth 25 same as body Mement- it's like memento style just important dates all along the wall what do you think about memento i think i fell asleep when we had to watch it for psyche and film and i bs'd a paper about it i think it's all right i i enjoy some of Christopher Nolan stuff. I, uh, I like, I like a lot of it. Yeah, I'm a fan of, of a portion. Dunkirk I, was... I think he's done some really great stuff. Uh, Dunkirk it's... was hard for me to watch because I was having a panic attack the whole time, but that's kind of what they were going for. Yeah. I really like Dunkirk. Um... It was well done. I was just like, Ooh, that's what those uh, soldiers felt like, too. It was a little more pure terror, I would say. Oh, good news. Uh, when Confetti Falls on Times Square on Thursday, the night you might be listening to this, it will include wishes from people around the world. Mm. How? I don't know. People are probably going onto a website and like typing them in and being like, no more rona and someone who's getting paid way less than they should is probably scribbling them on the confetti and like stuffing it into the cannon <laughs> yeah so they're just gonna shoot confetti over empty streets i think people are gonna be there Like, I don't think you're gonna be able to stop some people who are like we've gone to this every year well, you could block the area off. You'd think that would stop them. I mean, I think you can... You can stop some amount of a crowd. You can stop some, definitely, but there's going to be... I don't think it's going to be a huge crowd, but I think there's going to be more than you would think. 
I think probably they'll put up a fence and there will be people on the other side of it. Whatever they decide to fence off, whether that is. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's going to be weird. Weird year. Um, you said your whole thing for this episode was you wanted to do the criteria with this year? Yeah, let's 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 rank the year against the criteria. That's what we do here. One, 360... Was this a leap year? Yes. 366 days against right. one pacifier. Let's just... Was 2020 a leap year? Google is listening to me. Yes, it is. So, the first thing that we talk about in the criteria is, how's the soundtrack? So what was the song of 2020, would you say? Because I have one in mind. Uh, it's, a, it's a toughie to go with one, but uh, maybe WAP. Yeah, no, it's got to be WAP. <laughs> That made the, but, I feel like that made the biggest cultural impact. Yeah. Of but, I mean, as far as soundtrack goes, it was a pretty good year for music. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's better than the Pacifier, even. We had some real bangers. We had WAP, you had the two Taylor Swift albums. True. The two Taylor Some new Drake. I still have to finish listening to Evermore, but I did like Folklore. That, uh, the, the Harry Styles one, the, the watermelon. Watermelon sugar hand. Yeah. I, a lot of these are just things I've heard snippets of on TikTok and been like, oh, yeah, I know that song. And then it'll come on, like, it'll come on, but it'll be everything that's not the TikTok clip. And I'll be like, what is this? What is this? It's oh, Doja Cat, dude. The, the Blinded Lights Weekend song or whatever. Yeah, Weekend and, uh the 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 naming two things that are like and one that is completely irrelevant song what i'm a i'm a savage classy boozy ratchet deba 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 i think that i'm a sausage that's megan the stallion right ham bacon tuna fish you know like i i guess man i don't know there again there have just been so many things that come and go and i'm just like okay like, sure, whatever. TikTok. You do your thing. I'm having fun on it. Um, yeah, I... I guess I would say it's better than The Pacifier, although... Good Charlotte. I think it's hard for 6 to 12 songs to be yeah. the entire year. True. Although the Green Day album that came out this year was a disappointment, I think. I didn't even know a Green Day album came out this year. Came out in February. Twelve-year-old me would be so disappointed right now. Yeah, I wasn't huge on it. I was also supposed to go see them in concert this summer, and that's been delayed a year. So hopefully next year I can go. If not, then paid two hundred dollars for floor seats for nothing. Don't worry. When your birthday comes around, I'll perform all of Dookie as a spoken word poem. No. No thanks. Um, where, d- where did t- it's not? It is not too late at all. The wheels are in motion. It's six months away. I'd say it's pretty early of me to say no. Guys, it's already been. 
It's already been written down. The birthday bonus episode better not be overtaken by you just being like, all right, well. <laughs> I'll do the thing where you flip the paper. Me being like, oh, hey, today we're going to talk about... Something unpredictable? Um, I'm just trying to throw out a random... <laughs> That's not even Dookie. I know. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I would do for the birthday, but today we're going to talk about Muppets Most Wanted, and you're just like... Well, do you have the time to listen to me whine about nothing and everything all at once? I am one of those melodramatic fools. I, I don't think you should rule that out as a possibility. I don't want to do that for my birthday bonus episode, though. <laughs> well, I don't think you, you should got rule LXG. that experience. <laughs> it might not happen on your birthday episode, but uh, I, I think you should expect uh, something of that caliber around that time. Okay, uh, where does... Alright. We have to figure out who's the lead actor of 2020 and where they would land on the dieselometer. Ah. Isn't 2020 the lead actor of 2020? I... You know who's the lead actor of 2020, at least for our neck of the woods? I I don't. Dr. Fauci! (laughs) Oh man! Where does Doctor Fauci land on the diesel? Who's like who's Vin Diesel's biggest like big brain character? Smart guy performance. Um, I feel like Groot is supposed to be smart. He he Groot? does. He does do a lot of the tree man. Who am Groot? Yeah, I think he's supposed to be smart. He at least, uh, in Infinity War, chops off part of his arm to make Stormbreaker. So that's like Dr. Fauci working long, hard hours to try to help us all out. This, uh, this might be a stretch. Of course it's a stretch! We're comparing (laughs) Dr. Fauci to Vin Diesel! Um, I, I, I'm, I'm looking at his... Uh, I guess, like, maybe Dom is kind of smart. Yeah, maybe his character in the Avatar sequels is going to be smart. But we don't know yet. Yeah, we could. I'm sticking with Infinity War Groot. (laughs) Um, yeah. I'll give it to you. I think if you're comparing solely dr fauci sure yeah uh, but i think if you go the whole year of 2020 you could get the whole get the whole pantheon of vin diesel performances um, oh yeah they all popped up somewhere yeah except for dom toretto and fast nine because it got delayed it did um part of me feels like they wanted that delay to happen why at least a little because now they have time to film um some kind of stinger with the rock in it i don't know i feel like eh, i don't know i feel like they would have had time beforehand i think yeah well the, the feud is over now the feud yeah this was gonna be a big year for the rock at least the first half because he was gonna have this and he was gonna have jungle cruise does the rock have any ears that aren't big though yeah do he have that's any? a guy who wherever he goes 
Big man, big years. a pop-up tent gym. Sure. He had an alarm clock app for a while. I it never worked. It every day. It never worked for me. I don't know why. That's fine. I just use Spotify for my. I just use my top twenty songs from this year for Spotify. This year I was woke. This morning I was woken up by Skimble Shanks the Railway Cat. Yikes. Yeah. But what you're missing out on, Connor, is is Harp Smash. You could be woken up by Harp Smash. And for our listeners who don't use the Rock Clock, here's a quick plug: start using the Rock Clock. Have you ever wanted to be awoken by the sound of a just a light harp? And then someone smashes the harp. It's the rock. He's waking you up by saying jabroni. I do remember when I first downloaded it in, I want to say 2016. I think it was in D3. Yeah, it came out right at the end of my senior year of college. Yeah. Uh, I remember jabroni being a big thing for it. Yep. Um, I might I might have deleted it because I didn't need to use an alarm much that summer. It used to, in the beginning, there used to be videos. Um, now it's just like, it does a quote. Now but he's moved be, on to his tequila company. Yeah. You used to, what you can still do is you can wake up on rock time, which is always like 4.30 or earlier in the morning. And then it plays like a little, it sh- it'll do a quote now. But in the beginning, it used to be like, I don't know if he was just taking the like a snapchat video of his morning he'd be in his truck on the way to the gym Um, weird i mean that's the rock though if you're looking to bother your cat there's one that it it makes cat noises it does some little meows and then there's an explosion oh that's rude yeah uh did i like this year as a kid or would i have liked it as a kid probably not (laughs) <laughs> i went back in time and they were like hey what did you do as a 25 year old i'd be like well the podcast and they'd be like what is, is that the section of my ipod that i never use i think if i was a kid i would have started out really liking this year the school year ends in the middle of march and you're just on summer break that's a good point that would have been awesome and then you can't do anything yeah, I feel like Kid Me would have been scared of getting sick. Like, very much. Yeah. The closest we had was, like, swine flu, but... Yeah. I was 16 or 17 when that happened, I think. I was gonna say, I was in middle school for swine flu. I just remember that being, like, the big joke and being like, Why are all these hand sanitizers everywhere? And then... Now this. And now this. Um... What has the director gone on to do? <laughs> well, it was directed by God. Um, <laughs> I heard he's, that's your thing. I heard he's got 2021 in production. <laughs> there. It might drop in a, you know, few hours for you guys listening, a few days for us. God or fate or time or whatever. There were many yeah. directors. Uh we were directors. No, I didn't direct anything. That handful of movies that came out had directors. Yeah, but they didn't direct the whole year. Yeah. Uh, yes. I guess I, I would I, argue maybe maybe Joe Exotic 
is the director of 2020. I did not watch Tiger King. I watched four minutes of an episode and went, not for me, and I went upstairs as my sister was screaming about it. <laughs> I am... But that really kicked off the year. Because it was the thing that premiered on Netflix when everyone was locked down, so they were like, have to watch something. Might as well watch this. It's a crazy man. He has tigers. Yeah. He had tigers. I, I yeah. Carol Baskin delivered a question for this year's big fat quiz of the year, and I was like, I thought her 15 minutes were up. She was on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, I know. I thought that was the peak of her 15 minutes, but she's still hanging around asking she... British comedians what was my catchphrase. Carol Baskin. And Richard Kimber I... husband. Richard Iwati's just sitting there like, I think it was cool cats and dogs. I like the big fat quizzes of the year. They're fun. I don't know. America should America should have one of their own. It's a British uh, game show that they do every year of just like, what happened in this year, but they have panels of comedians competing on teams. And, you know, a lot of the times they just fuck around. Uh, James Corden was on it in like 2013 when he was not annoying. And he just, like, him and his partner just disrupted the entire show. Like, they ordered a pizza in the middle of it. And they were wearing tuxes. And they were just being assholes. And it was funny. I still like James Corden. I've had enough. He can take a break and come back. Um, what did I see? He's in Ocean's 8. And I kind of liked him in Ocean's 8, actually. Huh. I'm surprised. I only ever hear you talking about hating James Corden. Because it's the modern stuff. I think he's not bad in Into the Woods. Into the Woods as a thing was meh. Yeah. Um, I say meh, but on the lighter side of meh, where I'm like, I'm fine with it. I really, actually, I didn't expect to. I liked him a lot in prom. Didn't. Nah. He was a stunt casting, obviously. Um, I mean, yeah, every... Uh, every one of the Broadway stars in that was a stunt cast. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I see a lot of the same thing from James Corden. Mm. And, well, that was a similar trope of a character. There was more depth to him than usual. Uh, to I was me, I always... Get... surprised. I always go back to, I saw him first in a Doctor Who episode where he was just like, I can't candle my baby. And Doctor Who was like, I can talk to your baby. And your baby hates you. And he's like, how do I make my baby like me? And it was like, well, let's go on a robot adventure. And then at the end, the baby's like, I like my dad. And that show has been on for 400 years. Over fi- um, 57 now. Because I remember 2013 was the 50th anniversary, and that was the peak of when I enjoyed it. Hmm. And then, afterwards, I just stopped. I don't know what happened. I was just like, no more of this. I'm good. I don't have any Doctor Who experience. I've never seen an episode. Friggin' Andy in Toy Story 2 being like, I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh... <sighs> Was there anything as memorable this year as the Peter Panda dance? 
You know the answer is COVID, but do you want to say it? I, meh, yeah, I was trying to think of specific things. Chris Evans' dick pic. It was memorable. I, I guess. It happened. Um, trying to think of the big topics of conversation. Warner Brothers moving every movie to HBO Max next year. Got people talking. Yeah, we got the news of it. I think that'll be a big story for next year, though. Yeah. Once it starts dropping. Um, what else big happened? The Tiger King could be in the Peter Panda thing. The, uh... Trying to think of the Gal Gadot Imagine video where they all sang in the wrong keys. Did you say Gadot? Is it Gadot or Gadot or what is it? I think it's Gadot. Okay. I I have heard so many people pronounce it so many different ways that I like that was the last one I heard someone say in a Wonder Woman. I had only recently started hearing people do that. How to pronounce But it wasn't When she was making earlier movies Fast and Furious actress Gal Gadot Stars uh, an article from 2017 She says uh, Doesn't rhyme with dough The T isn't silent It's Gadot Hmm. Uh, Let's see what this says Oh no she says Gal Gadot Okay so it's Gal Gadot. So none of us were right. I guess. I, I've heard so many people say it so many different ways, but I just saw a video on YouTube of her doing an audition and she said Gadot. Interesting. So you heard it here probably like sixth. Yeah. With <laughs> I'd apology. Be surprised if this was the place you heard it. With heard. apologies to Ms. Gadot. But the Imagine video. Which is a disaster. Um, yeah, I don't know. COVID itself. People doing COVID parodies. Yeah, just, I, I don't think anything tops COVID for me. Election. Election yeah. was pretty big. Meh. Jim Carrey being Joe Biden for six weeks and then being like, nope. Another example of they had someone better and they didn't. Not that Jim Carrey wasn't fun. Jim Carrey's Joe Biden was interesting. Uh, It was alright. But it wasn't Sudeikis' Joe Biden. Well, you know who's doing it now. Who? At least the last episode. Out of nowhere, here comes Alex Moffat. Great. I don't know. I think think if he works on it uh, during the holiday break, it'll get good. But when he came out, it was kind of just like, oh. Oh. I still think back should have been given the first shot i like my dumb idea of make it bow and yang and then you have a free joke of people reacting to joe biden is not a young korean man but this man says he's joe biden yeah i mean i don't know you know you know that i'm not super sold on the bow and yang I think it's an opportunity for him to do a character he doesn't normally do. Right. 
So I think but it would, would be... he do a character he didn't do, or would it just be Bowen Yang is? I think like... I think he definitely put a character spin on it. I don't know. I'm that thought entered my head in like July, and I'm super <laughs> interested in it. Uh, was there a Brad Garrett Carol Kane of 2020? Uh, TikTok. Specifically, celebrities on it. Um, okay, I that's yeah. I'll I see that. This this definitely was the time when celebrities got more into it. And they're they're either really good or just terrible. I don't know if I follow any, like, big celebs that are, like, real good. Jack Black is pretty good. Jack Black does have fun with it. Yeah. Well, because Jack Black's, as a person, he's a dorky dad. Yeah, so, it really works in this media. Yeah, this is him being a dorky dad having genuine fun. A lot of celebrities on TikTok are just like, let's do the trend my child is forcing me to do this, and so is my publicist. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Those are good, too, but for different reasons. To laugh at, not with. Right. Um, the memorable side character of 2020, who stole every scene they were in, for me, would have to be... Oh, I thought I had somebody and I lost it. Crap. I would say Alec Robbins on Twitter. Uh, he's a guy, He, I, I think he works on the Eric Andre show, but he started a webcomic where he was married to Betty Boop. Hmm. And it got weird and gross. And then it got weirdly surreal. And he's and ending so it. Gross. It's still very gross. Um, but, you know, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog tried to kill him in order to marry Betty Boop, but then Sonic went to prison until he went, take Sonic out of prison, it's fine. Uh, he works at a Quiznos with Peter Griffin and Bugs Bunny. It's dumb, it's so dumb, and I don't know why I like it so much. I think he started it- here first, folks. I think he started it either early last year or late. Or yeah, early la- late last year or early this year, but he's ending it at the end of twenty twenty. So I will give this to you, Mister Alec Robbins. You could give this one to Fauci too. I think um, I see him almost here more than lead. The amount of stuff he has popped up in. It's true. I I do look forward to a time when we don't have to know the the name of uh the surgeon general or whatever dr fauci's position is <laughs> not the surgeon general i know it's not what is his position he's a director of something uh, isn't infectious diseases in the title i believe so yeah um director of niaid Rolls right off the tongue. The National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. So I look forward to a day when we don't have to know their name. No offense to them, but like that means we're healthy for the most part. Yeah. 
Uh, okay. And last but not least, the sound of music thing. Is there anything as crazy as that subplot? I don't feel like saying this feel today. <laughs> I think just the sheer amount of stuff. Yeah, it's the year. Dude. The whole year in general. Yeah. Feels like the year has been doubly long. <laughs> you know, everybody makes the joke. But a lot of stuff has been squeezed in. You've had yeah. an election and you've had a, obviously a COVID and a shutdown. And we didn't start the fire can be written about the entire year. And I think people yeah. have already done it. But it's, and we still, we still have two days left of it. You probably still have a couple hours. Yeah. But who knows what'll happen next. And uh, better or worse than the past fire? And a rating? Yeah, and a rating, sure. Um, <clears throat> I give it uh, a gold bar and an anal prolapse. Um, because that's kind of where we're at with it. Like There wasn't a lot of middle ground this year things were either everything is on fire and it's terrible or like oh wow cool this is happening get a bucket and a mop you know pussy a wet ass pacifier um ew <laughs> bringing it back uh is it is it is it better no i don't think that it is better but it had some some highlights Rating-wise, I would give it, I would say about four of the mental breakdowns I suffered through this year. Out of, I didn't keep track, but I know I had at least four. Um, yeah, it's worse. It's, the past fire is fun. I didn't have much fun this year. I did, uh, friends and I having weekly Zoom calls starting in the beginning of the pandemic we watched bad movies that's how we that's how i first saw cats uh we played wow. games together watched troll 2 the room iron sky stuff like that like and we still get together most fridays and that that makes me happy those were fun and i enjoy that and if any of those friends are listening pretty much all of them have been past guests besides like i want to say one or two uh Thank you all, friends, for being friends. Thank you for being a friend. If I was editing this, I was going to say, if I was editing this, which I might just edit it just to put that little riff underneath. But I'm... The year itself was worse, but the friends who kept in touch and checked in on each other were all good. Nice. Yeah. You got any wishes for the podcast going into 2021? I would like to just say thank you to everybody who's who listens regularly, you know, or if you're just you're just tuning in now. If you're just tuning Thanks. in now, I'm sorry. This is not what the show's <laughs> usually like. This is a weird one to pick, but unless it, this is anyway. I was going to say unless you really like it, then the show's always like this. We're gonna keep right rolling into next year we, we got some fun stuff planned we're we're always 
looking to shake it up a little bit. We're always changing stuff, trying to make stuff better. Um, so stay tuned. Keep yes. hanging out with us. Thank you all so much for listening and uh, leaving us reviews on your podcast provider of choice. The reviews we've gotten have been very positive and really appreciate that. It's been a lot of fun and we're excited to keep on trucking. And thank you, of course, going to get it through early because some episodes we almost forget, but it always stays in. Thank you to Ian C. Weber uh, for not only being a guest this year on a great episode, the Super Mario Brothers episode, but for, comp- for composing our theme songs. Every version. Uh, we just asked for a theme song, and then he gave us the cool piano solo version that we put at the beginning of every episode. And yeah. then Luke asked for a duck cut. <laughs> and we got a the duck, duck cut. I didn't even know I was asking for a duck cut. And he gave us this duck cut that you probably heard before this episode. Yes. Um, but thank you so yeah. much to Ian. Uh, really, it really helped out our show and gave it, it gave it more of a sense of identity that uh, as much as we enjoyed the taking from the internet, uh, song the kevin mcleod song it's i don't know it's nice to have an identity something that was made for us absolutely so thank you for that thank you i i second that ian uh i think you're great yeah and besides that uh Look forward to 2021. Uh, We have the entire month of January besides our bonus episode for that month recorded. We're going back to once a week. It's not going to be as many episode blitzes as you got like this week where it was back to back to back to back. But it was back to back to back for us. Yeah, but they they still got and they they still got two weeks of two. Yeah. Yeah. So it's there's it's gonna be back to once a week except for one bonus episode, Greatest Showman. You already know that. And this week, coming up on Tuesday, you get to start your year off with Repo the Genetic Opera. Let's, we're we're opening the year with Repo uh, because we want you to know that this is the bottom. Yeah, there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah. But I like it. Um, you'll hear you'll, you'll hear, hear that one. You'll hear that one on Tuesday. And we got some great guests lined up. It's gonna be a fun year. We're gonna keep trying to grow. We're gonna keep branching out. And thank you to everyone. Yeah. It's we can't we can't do any of this without people like you putting the sound of our voices in your grubby little ears contributions to your pbs station (laughs) so thank you viewers like you thank you (laughs) and um we asked some of our past guests to leave us some voicemails to talk about what they thought of 2020 i believe so far we've gotten at least one hopefully we get more by the time this comes out um and we'll play those here. We Those were left on our hotline at 301-941-7493. 
what, hello, uh, uh, no highway option podcast. This is the number one podcast in the world, the D College podcast. Oh wait, I thought it was Sleepy Time. That's part of our show. That's the best yeah, part of the show. That's the one that airs every couple, you know, whenever it airs. Uh, my name is Bradley. I've been on the No Highway Option podcast before many times. You might have heard my rambling a couple of weeks ago when I called in. We have the co-host of the D College podcast, James. Hello. That's James. He's also known for, uh, uh, as we discovered in our upcoming episode, for not blinking while staring at the camera on his YouTube channel, Togatips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a non-blinker. Yeah, we need to make a montage. On our feed, we have another show called Sleepy Time with Brad and Nem, and here is Emmy, who is named Nem. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> that was really dorky. <laughs> that's me, and that's this is our show. We, we, we talk about Disney, and we talk about James's IBS. That stands for Irritable Bowel Syndrome, James. <laughs> You said irritable? Yeah, isn't that what it is? Yeah. You yeah. said irritable. <laughs> like, like in your ear? Yeah. Like irritable. Ear. Oh, so that would be gross. <laughs> I thought it was International Battle League. International oh, Battle League. He's right. He's right. IBL. IBL? No, it's IBS. <laughs> International Battle Station. <laughs> International House of Pancakes. Ooh. Ooh, now I want pancakes. Yeah, me too. After we record this, do you all want to, like, fly to each other and go to IHOP? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Virtual IHOP. Virtual IHOP, is that a thing? Yeah, it's like, um, I don't know, you can watch it on TV. Oh, that would be probably the safe way, as we are in a pandemic. Everyone needs to No, we're not. We're not in a pandemic. Let's go get some pancakes. Up. Pancake demic. A pancake. <laughs> oh. You're blowing my mind there. So we we just wanted to call and you know wish the No Highway Option podcast the second best podcast in the world. Uh, happy New Year, right? Happy. happy oh, happy, happy New Year. Should should we all do it like at the end of their show? They all say it all, all at once. Okay. So so for the D College Pod. I'm Bradley. And then and I'm James. To, and then Emmy, you have to say your name. I'm Emmy. And uh, now we all say Happy New Year all at once. Okay. Happy, Happy New, New Year. Year. James didn't participate. James, now you have to say it five times. Happy New Year. 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 Perfect. Is that now, good? James, Does that work? No. But did you ever see the movie The Pacifier? Um, It's been a while, but... No, I haven't. Wait. Wait, you just said it's been a while, so you have. You have seen it. <laughs> it's been a while, but I haven't <laughs> seen the pacifier. That reminds me of something. Yeah, the, oh, like the meme that got taken down on Instagram? <laughs> yeah. Uh, for people who don't know, you can follow D College Podcast on Instagram at Instagram.com slash D College Podcast. That's half of our show. We have a lot of memes on there, so uh, not really. I don't know. So, James, do you think 2020 was better or worse than The Pacifier? I don't know. It's hard to say. I feel like The Pacifier was just, you know, slightly better than 2020. What do you think, Emmy? 
I beg to differ. You beg to differ? Yep. I think 2020 kicked my butt, but Vin Diesel could kick my butt harder. Oh, true. Shit, well. Or spank it. Oh, no. Oh, no, I can't fight Vin Diesel. (laughs) That man's going to space soon. With that head? That head. (laughs) He looks like a... Like a what's it called, James? In in Pokemon Go, what are those things called? Like the <laughs> weird, like little things that look like the rice pilaf pilaf thing. Rice pilaf. Like it's like a the caterpies. No, it's like a little bread thing that you can give them that they really like. Banana. What? No. You have raspberry. To buy it. No, you have to buy it. Oh, the poffins. Yeah, poffins. <laughs> Vin Diesel looks like a a poffin. (laughs) (laughs) But Britney Snow is amazing. Britney Snow? What does she have to do with it? She's in the pacifier. You dumb. (laughs) This was her breaking movie. Was it really? Yeah. Oh. She's incredible. Well, I would say um, 2020 is better than the pacifier because our show didn't exist when the pacifier came out. Think about that one. How do you know? Nothing exists in time. There's no such thing as time. Time doesn't exist. That is very true. Yeah, so it could have happened at the same time in a different dimension, but we aren't in that dimension, so the dimension won't make any sense because we can't be in the dimension. And, yeah. Well, we hope you have a happy new year. (laughs) Give us a follow on Instagram.com slash decollegepod. Dick slap that like button. Did you just say dick slap that like button? <laughs> no. All right. Well, dick slap that like button and uh, <laughs> thank you for, <laughs> for listening to the No Highway Option podcast. You can follow us online at No Highway Pod. Did I, did I just yeah check, yeah. yeah, check us out and check us out on No Highway Option. Yeah, I'm Connor, and that's Luke. And And I'm Timmy Turner. And you're Timmy Turner. Okay, (laughs) I'm just ending this now. Have a good, uh, have a good, what what holiday is it? Uh, President's Day. President's Day. Hello, I am a specter from your past. I am a man with no name. I am somebody and nobody. You should do uh, Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Hey, Luke. Hey, Connor. Happy New Year. It's past guest all the way back from the Overboard episode. I think that was the name of the movie. I really hope so. If not, this is very embarrassing. Nick Cherry. Um, I think that 2020 was a lot like the past fire because it also had a lot of batshit crazy side plots. My two favorites were when the Israeli space chief pretty much came out and said that aliens have contacted the United States and Israel and invited mankind in, or refused to invite mankind into the Galactic Federation, and no one paid that any mind, or really anything with Rudy Giuliani. Take your pick. My personal favorite was when his face just started to melt. Uh, anyway, I hope that everyone is doing well. Uh, all the listeners, happy new year. Uh, looking forward to a bunch of new episodes in 2021. Uh, hopefully, 
where I'll remember the name of the movie if I'm a guest in the future. All right. Take care, guys. And you can also call that number in the new year to say more stuff to us. Yep. And I think that's a good place for us to end it, don't you think? I think so. Uh, It's It's a little shorter than what our episodes have been recently, but I think that's okay. I think so, too. It's just a just a fun little bonus, fun yep. little end of the year thing. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy 2021. What's, what's uh, the time where if, well, I guess we haven't. I'm not doing that this enough. time. I might insert this it later. this is the one. But I know, but I, I thought it was fun with the Christmas one. Um, Yeah, cue the Vampire Weekend 2021, what do you think about me? And yeah, that's, there's a Vampire Weekend song called 2021. Vampire Weekend is you don't know any vi- I gather. You don't know Vampire Weekend at all? Uh, is it, I, the way you're saying it makes me feel like I probably I mean, should. They're, they sing? they're kind of indie. They they do. I, why can't I think of any? Uh, have you been on uh, TikTok at all? And it's the then I see you. You walk across the campus. Both professors studying romances. I don't even know what to do. That's been a thing on TikTok, but uh, they no. not in the weird corner of TikTok where I reside. It's yeah, it's uh, it's mostly people doing videos of their cats. For me, get a lot of like, what is it? what does Jade call it? Fever dream. I don't know. A lot of times you send me messages on TikTok that's like, check this out. I'm like, I saw this two hours ago. Ah. Already crossed my page. Um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, uh, thank you. Happy New Year. Hi, Kevin. Goodbye. Do we want to do the ending? Yeah, probably. Uh, for 2020. Yeah, for No Highway Option 2020, I've been Connor. And these have been our years. And if your year went differently, that's too bad because it's our way. No, no highway. Your way option. option. I don't know. <laughs> that fits for the year. The theme music for No Highway Option was created by Ian C. Weber. To hear more of Ian's music and see some of his videos and stuff, follow the new link in our show description. No Highway Option was co-created and co-hosted by Connor J. Burke and Luke Smith and produced by Connor.